Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Buzzing for the Bays and what will surely be an evening of great content. Before we kick off tonight, can I ask you to please join me in welcoming to the Buzzing for the Bays arena, an individual with two successful podcast recordings under his belt. We'll be hoping for his third tonight. A man as comfortable amongst the balls as he is on the mic. <laughs> the flamehead assassin, the people's champion. It is, of course, Chris, the miscue, Matthews. <laughs> Yay! Legend. That was nice, mate. Thanks for that. Appreciate that. No worries. I thought really I'd go, that. go all out because it's the world's. I, I feel like I should walk on now. Yeah. Yeah, it's nice. Oh, you need music though, don't you? But yeah, yeah that I was mean, nice. Pump me up. Ready for the pod. Yeah, for the listener there, Chris got up, walked away and walked back. So <laughs> a, few, a few factual issues like that isn't my name but but... no but i mean you don't want to give out your real name because of your uh uh what would you call it can't talk yeah can't talk about it because of the cops and that yeah but yeah but i mean the miscue is one of your nicknames isn't it yeah well that or the chip the unintentional chip yeah that doesn't that's not that doesn't roll off the tongue chris the miscue is nice the miscue is good um Flamehead Assassin, is that one of yours? Yeah, I'll take that. Yeah, okay, good. Yeah. I haven't gone through all of your nicknames because a lot of them don't make a lot of sense. I mean, your, your proper pool nickname from back in the day was El Capitan, mm. but that's too close to Ali Carter, the captain. So I didn't want to use that one. True, true. And it's not offensive. No, it's not funny or offensive. So <laughs> <laughs> I know how it works. So, how you been there, mate? Yeah, good, mate. Enjoying the snook. Enjoying, uh, yeah, loving the snook. I mean, obviously gutted about Ronnie, but... Um, that was a dark day well, for us, wasn't it? I wasn't going to talk about that straight away, but kind of feel like we have to. That was a dark day. It was a dark couple of days. It took me a couple of days to get over it. Yeah, it was just... Coming into the match from the one before, you thought, oh, he came back at the end. It's going to be good. And then... There was bits of it where he's playing really well. And then when he got so far behind and everybody was going, oh, that's it, basically. Yeah. And I didn't say it because I'm bored of saying it, but you can never write him off. And then he won six on the bounce to go from 10-5 down to 11-10 up. <laughs> and then it was game on, wasn't it? Oh, my God. But to be fair, the, the Tartan Nugget McGill was super solid, wasn't he? It's the hope that kills you, though, isn't it? Because you've given up almost. And I know you're always like, you've always got hope and you always say, oh, no, it's Ronnie, anything could happen. But I've given up. And then you think, actually, it is on. Well, the and worst then... thing was, uh, yeah. And it, it was the, when he, when it was, I thought, well, now he's won. Yeah. It wasn't well, on know, for me. I, I thought, that. I thought I that's it. That. That's over now. He's going to take it. And even right up to the end, it looked like he, he could do it. Well, obviously he could do it, but Yeah. And then that put us into a bit of a funk, didn't it, for a day or two? Well, it did. We Well, we've got exciting news, haven't we? But, oh, yeah, we have. But that, <laughs> that really put a dampener on it. But it's but now that, it's exciting again. That exciting news turned into, yeah, something really sad after Ronnie went out. So, so I'm just going to break this. Um, the Buzzing for the Base podcast can announce on episode three that we're off to the Crucible. We're off to the Crucy. Off to the Crucy for the final. VIP media passes. I can't believe they just they just let us have those tickets. 
no. Well, it's because we're doing such good work. Yeah, well, it's nice to be um, noticed like that, isn't it? It's nice to be recognised. We're hopefully we'll get some uh, we'll, we'll get some interviews with the players. Um, maybe an interview with Jimmy's wife. Some of the major major forces in the game. I just can't wait to go. It's yeah, a, it's bit, of a bit of a life dream. Yeah, well, we've never been, have we? And it's something we've said that we, we, well, we always say we should go next year. Always forget to get tickets. Yeah. And this year, it's even more exciting because we never thought anyone would be able to go. Right. And then last minute, we're going. We're going. So it's Bank Holiday weekend. Yeah. We're, get, we're getting the train. We're doing all the, um, all the right things around COVID because it's a government thing, isn't it? It's a test to see... Yeah. Um, how uh, attendance is going to go at sporting events. So nice to be part of that. I mean, yeah, yeah doing no, some good. good. Yeah, it's quite rigorous, isn't it? We have to have a test before we go. Yeah. Obviously, the temperature when you get there. And I think to fully participate in the test, we've got to do another test when we get back. And obviously, masks and distance. Masks and on, there. track and trace on, no kissing. No kissing the players as they walk past. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure you're allowed to do anyway. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I'm really excited, mate. It's going to be wicked. Yeah. I've actually, I'll spoil the surprise now, I've made us up some buzzing for the base masks to wear for the final because I thought that would be good publicity. So have I. <laughs> so have you. Really, I honestly have. Have you really? Yeah, and they're really good ones. They cost me loads of money. How much for yours? Mine cost me 39 quid. Same. Are they exactly the same? Have you got the logo? i got the logo all over it. Oh, in little? Quite little. Little dots everywhere? No, not little dots. You can see them all. All the yeah. like, emblems. Yeah, but they're, but all, they're over. all over. Yeah. yeah, I've got two big ones on either side. <laughs> that's quite good because that that is merch that we can give away to fans of the show. How good I is thought, that? I thought this was going to be such a good surprise. And money's tight at the moment. I wish you told me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, so, in that case... Well, that's great we'll, minds think alike, we'll, isn't it? Maybe we'll keep one of each and we'll do a special giveaway to one of the listeners. But I've actually got one of these masks. Not a personalised one, but they are really good masks. You're saying they're so, too good for our listeners? We should probably just keep them and give the listeners one of them. You can get them printed for like a quid, can't you? <laughs> get one of those like shitty blue ones and just write on them. No, you can get, you can get like 100 printed for like 90p each. Oh, okay, okay. But maybe we shouldn't record this bit, but but yeah. No, what I no. meant to say is we'll give one of our good ones away to the listener, yeah? Okay, okay, good. Good plan. I'll edit that out later. Yeah, 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 fuck them. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> no, come on, calm down. Sorry. Sorry, but they're not paying. Not yet, anyway. That'll be no, episode no, I mean, five. It'll be a prize giveaway. Yeah, yeah. And, oh, top prize, a worn one. <laughs> That's it. But it'd be nice just in case we do meet somebody, say we're walking for some reason backstage where the players are, someone's about to go on. They've lost theirs. Yeah. Oh, I've got a new one here. Branded. Oh, yeah. Mark. Oh, oh, hi, Hazel. Yeah. G- g- glad you asked about the mask. <laughs> what are you doing back here? <laughs> I thought it was my, the toilet. This is my changing room. <laughs> yeah. I had too many WKDs and I just could not find a toilet. <laughs> no. Oh, that's really nice, mate. Thanks for that. Well, thank you. 
Yeah, really nice that's thought. So strange, isn't it? Yeah, it's quite fun going on the website because I mean our logo is quite a simple one, but you could do some really funny stuff, couldn't you? Yeah, it's great. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, oh, that's that a funny. big shout out to Vistaprint. <laughs> it's exactly the same website I used. Yeah, they sponsored. They sponsored the. They sponsored the party. Yeah, they better. They fucking better do now. Get the um, money back for those masks. Oh, that is funny, man. Um, all right, so we're off to the final. I cannot wait for that. Um, so should we do a little recap of what's gone on? Because obviously we're about a week into the tourney. I've written down some notes. I yep. might fire some stuff at you and you can tell yep. me what you thought of you it. You tell me and I'll tell yep. you. Um, so we've seen, obviously we're not going to talk about Ronnie anymore. Um, we've done a bit of McGill as well. Um, Williams is looking good. So um, Mark Williams has beaten uh, Craigie who's the, uh, the lad I said was looking pretty decent, wasn't he? He was and I know he, good. He lost he quite heavily, but he, he does look one to look out for, doesn't he? Yeah, definitely. I think that's a... I think he'll be about for a while and he'll be there or thereabouts, like uh, Gilbert. Yeah. This is his year to break through, I think. Yeah. So Williams has beaten Craigie 10-4 and then he obviously played uh, John Higgins, which obviously a, a match that you look forward to, but he was too strong for Higgins on this occasion. 13-7. Oh, yeah, yeah, he was. He took Higgins apart, really. Yeah. Um, some other players that are looking strong. Selby, Robertson, Murphy. Mm, Selby. Yeah, Selby's yeah. just come come through tonight to the quarters. I know, it's annoying, isn't it? Um, yeah, Murphy's looking good. I mean, he beat Jan quite easily. And he was actually, of that game, uh, whatever that last round was, what is the last round born before the quarterfinals? Um, I had Jan to win that game. Mm. I had Jamie Jones and Bingham to be a lot closer than it was. Yeah. Um, Bingham, Bingham looks good as well. And it, as you said, he's come through the qualifiers. Yeah, exactly. It's like a, it could be his year because it's a bit of a, it's one of those kind of fairy tale. But like I said to you before, not on the pod, but like it's like an FA Cup type thing, isn't it? He's had to qualify. Yeah, and he's he hasn't won it. He won it six years ago, and because he's had to qualify, now he's playing really well. It's, it's one of those nice stories. But it's a nice story. But he's also he's also got really good form and momentum, doesn't he? Yeah, exactly. And he, he beat he beat Ding in a in like probably the the best game of the first round. I thought ten nine. Yeah, that was that was a really good one. Um, obviously, unlucky for the Wilson brothers to get drawn together on it in the first round. Yeah, I know because their mum and dad up there. Who are they going to support? Well, well, I think they always support Kyron, don't they? That's the sad thing. I think, you know, I think they started off supporting the other geezer. <laughs> but well, when Kyron wasn't born. Yeah, but but you support the best one, don't you? You do. Because you get, you, there's no point. Imagine if you support the one that always loses. Yeah. It's not favouritism, because obviously his mum is probably nicer when the guy loses and, you know... Doesn't make a big fuss when Kyron wins, but secretly they're supporting Kyron because that's where the money's coming in. Well, it, well, it is, and it's sad because when they realised that Kyron was the best snooker player, he was only about 14, they said, Gary, you can go outside to play and you're free now, you can go. But you still you either, run free, yeah. and he kept coming home. Yeah, he kept coming home and helping, like, like getting the balls out of the pockets, respotting the black yeah. and that. Yeah. And then, can I play? Yes, you can have one frame at the end when Kyron's done his 25 frames practice. And that's probably why there was such a gulf between them in that game. Well, it was 10-8. He did well, Gary. 
Yeah, but um, let him win a couple. Uh, some other stuff then. Uh, the Williams break has been a bit, um, a bit contagious. A few players have been doing it. The Ronnie break, you mean? The Ronnie break. Ronnie doesn't know how to do it. He should stop. <laughs> the first, the second time he did it, whatever, when he put him in, like really easy. But then he got really good at it. Do you see the one where he, he put so much spin on it, he nearly hit black. Do you want to explain yeah. what the what the Williams break is for those who haven't heard of it? So a normal break, obviously, you come down, you hit uh, the last or the second from last red on the edge and then you come round off of three, four cushions and come back up to the bulk end behind five cushions, maybe behind um, the bulk colours. But what Williams does is he just hits it past the end red very slowly with a lot of left-hand side on it and then it comes off the bottom cushion and nestles back into the bottom of the pack, um, meaning that, well, his logic is he can't possibly leave a pot on. He, Obviously he, then... He got sick and fed up didn't he of um just explaining like, it for, well for him feeling like he hasn't done anything wrong with the break and losing the frame because someone's knocked in a world he ever read and then gone on oh yeah i mean you would wouldn't you yeah so he, he thinks it's unfair that you have to break so he just leaves people nestled up to the reds now and then ronnie did it and john did it against william uh, williams didn't he i don't know i didn't see that I think I've seen well, a few of them do it. He may have done it. But it's a... The thing is, we're talking about it, which is a bit annoying. They've been talking about it loads on the telly and it's not... It doesn't really change anything because the person that's on the pack will then play away, but keep it at the bottom of the table. The next person will either play back in and come off again and try and get down on the black cushion or if they're far enough away and they've got an angle, they'll play it up. So it soon goes back to normal. Yeah. But what the commentators did say and the pundits did say is it leaves the black free. So once someone does get in, the black isn't tied up. Do you so know who way, I heard? It could speed up a frame. Do you know who I heard talking about that, the virtue of that? No. Faulty. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm not saying I agree with it. I don't, I don't <laughs> agree with anything he says. Um, yeah. So we're at the quarters now. All the players are now into the quarterfinals. So we've got McGill versus Bingham. Yeah. We've got Williams versus Selby. That could be tasty. That would um, be. Robertson, Kyan Wilson. That should be really good as also well. Also another good match. And the one I'm probably looking forward to the most, Murphy Trump. Yeah. Because Murphy looks so good at the moment, I reckon. He does. He does. But I think Trump hasn't hasn't hit top gear yet. I mean, he played... Uh, Gilbert play, In the last round, Gilbert and Trump. Gilbert played really well. Trump played really well. Um, obviously Trump beat Lizowski before that so it's all big names but I feel like he's got another gear but as you say Murphy's coming he's being pretty relentless so who knows yeah. Murphy's great when he's good though isn't he to watch because he's so attacking mm. like he'd say he'd say himself his safety play is not that not up to much but he'll just go for everything yeah exactly and um, last mensch did you appreciate Liam Highfield's haircut yeah, brilliant. I mean, we talked we talked about uh, Robbo's haircut, the perm. Yeah. But Highfield, he looks cool, man. A proper it's rocker. It's up there. It's up there. A mod, it? sorry. A mod. Weller. He looks like yeah. Paul Weller, doesn't he? But a proper rock star is what I meant to say. Yeah, yeah. it's cool. Like that. I liked it a lot. Shame you went so, out. So that's where we are. Week one, done. Been a lot of snooker. I mean, I've, I've written it all down there. It's a hell of a lot. 
it's too it much. shows yeah it is too much well i didn't watch any for, for about 24 hours after run last but yeah no no did I. I i didn't even want to go to the go to the final no i burnt the tickets didn't i i printed them mm. up and burnt them but yeah you have to print them off again yeah that's fine that's the, that's the beautiful thing about an e-ticket e of course stands for internet Mm. Yeah, Ethernet, uh, I think. Yeah. And intra intranet. Internal your internal network in where your emails are. And they can't be burnt. You can always get them, because even if you burn your computer, you can go on another computer and access the same internet. So that's tech for you. <laughs> that's tech corner. We I don't wanna lot probably a lot of people just snooker fan, they won't understand that sort of talk, so we won't go on about that. Um, but yeah, so of those games, should we do our should we do a quick prediction? You tell yeah. me who you what your semi finals are going to be, and I'll tell you whether or not I agree. Yeah, I always get these wrong. Um, I'm going to go with Bingham Selby. Yep. But and oh, Robertson. Murphy. Okay, interesting. So I'm going to go with um, I'm going to go McGill McGilligan McGill Williams, so we're completely different there, aren't we? Yeah. And I'm going to go Robertson, so I agree with you there Trump. Yeah. And I think it will be my final, I'm going to say McGill Robertson. That's a brave call, isn't it? You're, you're, you want McGill all the way. I like it. No, I don't say I want him. Just saying I think he's, he's on one. I think he's done. I think he's had the night of his career. Yeah, well, this is, this is what this is what could easily be the reality. Um, we've seen it happen lots of times, but I've just got a feeling. I think it's his year to get there. Yeah. Um, but oh, I fair, think... play, fair play to him. He, he did incredibly well. Um, and then, and then I'll go Robertson for the victory. What about you? Well, I'm the same. I, I back Robertson, Robertson from the start, so I'm going to stick with that. But I Who think did... he's going to have to beat. Um, Selby or Bingham, isn't it on yours? Um, I think I think Selby's going to go through to the final. Okay, well that would be a good final if it was. I'd like to see that. Yeah, I just, I, mean, I just, it, but if that is the final, I'll I'll be all right behind Robertson in that one. Oh yeah, I mean we. I, the only reason you want Selby in it is because you want to see him lose, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I simple. don't want I, I I don't want Bingham to get to the final just because the only other time I've been to snooker, proper snooker, at Ali yeah. Pali, it was Bingham Carter. Well what's what's the worst final that we could get from this draw now? I think it's quite good. I, I think in terms of just like spectacle McGill probably wouldn't be a great finalist, even though I've tipped him for the final because we want to see someone that we like. 
So I, yeah. I, I, I want Williams there. I don't, and obviously Trump would be great because he's world number one. So there isn't really a bad one, is there? But no, I guess not really. I guess it's Bingham. Well, it's just it's just Bingham Wilson. on one side. Anyone on the other side is fine, really. Yeah. Bingham Selby probably for me, just because I don't actually I don't like Selby at all. So as much as I, I think it'd be a good match, I'll say that would be my worst. But Selby can't. Bingham would play Selby in the semi. Yeah, of course he would. So. So Kyle Wilson or. But I like Kyle. I like I like them all really. Yeah, no, it'd be good. I think so we're man, we're back we're back up for the trip, aren't we? Yeah. Oh yeah, really looking forward to it. And I've booked a pub. Yeah, which one? Um, I won't tell anyone because you know we'll get. Oh yeah, literally we fans mobbing us, do we? Could be up to four, five, six people mobbing us. Yeah, exactly. And at least one of those might have listened to the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Not just mobbing us because oh, boyish good looks. I got a question for you. Go on. Hit me. Um, you know, after your intro earlier, which I enjoyed. Um, after that would be the intro music. And, yep. and yeah. uh, Bingham made me laugh the other day because he came out to... Um, Stormzy, it sounded like to me. Yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so what... he, doesn't, he doesn't look the type, does he? But then you he hear is, him he talk, is, he's a bit of a geezer, isn't he? He is a funny character. And that uh, TikTok reel that I sent to you from him is really funny. Oh, yeah, where he ends up dressed as a woman. Well, there's there's like eight or nine in that link. Oh, really? I, I think you only looked at one, but some of it's really funny. He, he's obviously got a sense of humour. Very happy taking the piss out of himself. Yeah, I like. He always comes across really well in interviews. Now, Dainsworth. I mean, a lot of the players are, but yeah. Well, not all of them are. Well, no, not all of them, but a lot are, aren't they? A lot more than no, you yeah, think. yeah. Because it is like a. At the end of the day, it's it's kind of a working class sport, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, oh yeah, what, what was the question going to be? Um, what would your intro music be? Um, so, I, I, I want to think of something that hasn't been done. I think a, a nice one would be uh, Common People by Pulp. Yeah, that is a banger. That would be banger. cool, wouldn't it? That would be a cool yeah. one. Yeah. But do I want to be cool or do I want to get the crowd going? probably get the crowd going I, well that would but even more so um freestyler by the bomb punk mcs well for, right at the start freestyler yeah 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 that one you'd struggle to walk in and not have a little jig wouldn't you i'd be singing i'd be singing along <laughs> and dancing and doing the actions like straight from the top of my dome like that and that like, with my arms about which yeah. i don't know is the best prep but you get. I can imagine you coming into Soldier Boy as well. <laughs> no, I don't like that song. <laughs> but so that's my second choice. But I think my first choice really get the crowd involved, get them behind, yeah. get them some YMCA. <laughs> <laughs> you what, imagine like, gesture yeah. for them to do it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. At the crowd. Yeah, I think that'd be brilliant. No, it's very on brand for you, actually. Yeah, because I have worked as both a policeman, a construction <laughs> worker, a cowboy. Yeah. yeah, I've had a lot of jobs. Um, how about you, then? Um, I would, I would, um, if I'm at the Crucible, I think I would make it Sheffield related. So I'd, I'd come in and I'd, I have checked 
to these intros, I would do um, what I think is one of the best intros by the Arctic Monkeys. I would go... Um, fuck, I've forgotten what it is. Um, You've got brick in the tile. Um, I've got a complete mind blank here. Did you have any others? Yeah. As a backup, uh, maybe that would be my only one now. As a backup, I'd have um, You Can Leave Your Hat On. Um, <laughs> from The Full Monty? Yeah. Yeah. Darling, um, take up your shoes, whatever. That would be good. It's got a nice, um, like a slow roll. Got, yeah. It's the right speed to walk to. I think it's a little great. bit like the Mark Allen one that, that he has. Um, that Tom Jones as well but yeah it's like and it's also people at, at the snooker a lot of them are old enough to understand the reference for Paul Monty aren't they it being in Sheffield and all a lot of them are too old <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they were 70 when that came out <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah oh yeah they get the reference yeah. I mean I don't or what is the reference that... just because it's Sheffield yeah yeah that or a uh, Arctic Mon- Monkeys uh, song that I've forgotten yeah, I wish I knew which one because they've got some brilliant ones. It's the one that goes do 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 do. Old yellow, old yellow bricks. Yeah, I said it had brick in it. You did, yeah. But I couldn't and, but that, remember it either. But, but I knew that's what you were was, getting at. All I had was Pink Floyd in my head when you said that. It didn't help me at all. <laughs> hey, Chris, leave them kids alone. <laughs> <laughs> Get the crowd involved. <laughs> but no it's not that it's the Arctic Monkeys um, talking of that and, and we might scrub this because this might be inappropriate but did you see uh, Mark Selby's interview on TV the other day oh yeah oh it's fantastic so you're talking about that little Vox Pop we're not going to scrub this because this needs to be heard if anyone <laughs> didn't see it on your this is a public service there was a little <laughs> and in fact they're, they're copying what we've done in previous podcasts so they do a little tiny interview. Uh, dream dinner guests. So could you remember the three that he said? Um, I remember. Yeah, I remember yours. I don't remember his. Um, so so he, had, start- he had Elton John. He started off with an American sports person, like someone like Michael Jordan, something like that, or maybe yeah. it was a runner, some someone. And then it was Elton John. And then who was the last one? Last one was Michael Jackson. Michael <laughs> Jackson. <laughs> I think that for me, like, I thought uh, Elton John was funny in itself, but there's nothing wrong with that. But what what I find weird is that it's not, the question isn't like, whose music do you like? Or, you know, whose gig would you go to see? And right. Michael Jackson is still, I think, a, a reasonable answer to those questions. Oh, yeah. Who would you like to see alive or dead performing? He's up there in a lot yeah. of people because he was amazing at what he did. Yeah. And that noise and that music was amazing. Absolutely amazing. But to to say that you would want him at a dinner party implies that you want to talk to him. You've got, like, stuff in common. Yeah. What's your interests? Like, yeah. oh, who do you want? Oh, oh, David Attenborough. That's a famous answer, isn't it? Yeah, because he'd be fascinating because of all of these yeah. yeah. Michael Jackson, one, I don't think 
he would want to talk to Mark Selby for a start. I don't think they had anything in common at all. And then, you know, what are your hobbies? Snooker, what are your hobbies, Michael? Having sleepovers and drinking wine with kids. Yeah, and keep, theme parks keep, and... Keeping monkeys in my house. Like, they're totally they're from different worlds. I mean, I hope but they're from different worlds. <laughs> but I think, I think, especially these days when everyone's so hot on everything, I think that's a really strange thing to say and yeah, to do. make the edit. I do. Who would you like to have dinner with, Michael Jackson? I think I think if it was a more um, mainstream sport, I think they would have had a word with him and said, nah. You can't do that. But I think someone stitched him up. I think, in a, uh, what do you call it, like an intern that was editing it, just thought, I'll leave this in. Like, so Rather than go back and say, are we sure we want to include this answer about Michael Jackson? Yeah, we'll leave it in. That'd be hilarious. Yeah, but he didn't but, say it for a joke, did he? No, he didn't. But you think they'd say, don't say that. Do another, let's retake, do another one. Or we'll leave that question out. Because that is quite a, quite a funny thing to say as a joke. But he hasn't got that capacity. No. No, exactly. I, I, it definitely wasn't a joke. The jester from Leicester. The, the most inaccurate nickname. I've never seen him crack a smile, let alone make a good joke. No, true. Mark Williams, they should call him the jester. But that won't, that won't rhyme, so they won't, will they? But yeah, no nicknames. They got there are some good nicknames. Are you uh, are you familiar with all of the nicknames that are floating around at the moment? Floating around yeah. in your head? Yeah, no, floating on the on the circuit. Um, yeah, I'd say so. I asked this because when I was watching, there's quite a few I hadn't heard before. Um, so I wrote some of them down. These are all like last thirty-two. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thought these, these, I'd, these would be good. And I thought I'd give you a little test. Okay. Oh, I feel a game coming on. Can we have a, a, can we have a jingle? Uh, well, we you have a jingle? prepared one for the nicknames. Yeah, we'll put a, we'll put a nickname jingle. I haven't in. got be, one, but fun. I'll put one in now. They call me help. They call me Stacy. They call me help. was a cracking jingle lovely jingle lovely jingle choice whatever you chose <laughs> lovely jingle um okay without further ado let's play uh what should we call it testing chris on nicknames okay so i'm going to tell you a nickname and all you've got to do is tell me who that nickname belongs to okay this is fun is it all of the players no it's not all it's just a selection that i heard okay, um cool. okay so this one is quite an easy one to start it's a bit meta but I mean, snooker people are quite intelligent. This one is Hook's right hand. Hook's right hand. Uh, Peng Fei? No. Why did you think it would be Peng Fei? I don't know. Okay, good guess though. Good guess. Close. <laughs> so this one, this one, so Hook's right hand, Captain Hook's right hand man was Boson Smee. Yeah? Yeah. You know where yeah. I'm going with this, don't you? I do, I do. Um, the Higgs boson particle Higgs is particle. The Higgs, Higgs boson. Higgins. John Higgs Higgins. boson. Yeah. So it's a, it's a evolution of his nickname, the Higgs boson. Which, I'm kicking myself, if I'm honest. Yeah. I can't believe you didn't get that. Um, okay. The baby-faced assassin. Um, is it, I don't know his first name. Is it Davis? 
No, it's Martin Gould. <laughs> okay. I, I guess Davis for the same reason. Yeah, because he looks so young. Um, okay, let's try these. The Mandarin Master. Um, Peng Pei? No, why did you say Peng Pei? Because he's Chinese. Nothing to do with that. It's Stuart Bingham because he's got a big rep for having ridiculous spray tans. <laughs> and he looks, someone said one day you look like a fucking Mandarin and that stuck. Yeah, which makes a lot of sense. You've seen him. It makes sense. Um, okay. We've seen him up close. You remember um, when we went to Ali Pali um, and he was practicing and he was getting ready with a bow tie up against one of those mirrors. Yeah. And the other side of the mirror was us looking <laughs> it was at him. a two-way mirror, what do they call it? <laughs> two-way mirror so he couldn't see us we could see him we were like 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 a monkey at the zoo yeah, really great. close to him that's <laughs> so funny oh brilliant oh, um, is. okay mr miyagi <laughs> um mr miyagi are there any chance of me guessing any of these no, yeah because they, they all say him. they say him on the eurosport one time uh mr miyagi Anthony McGill. No. Mr. Mary, it's Mark Williams because his son's called Daniel. Who <laughs> <laughs> came up with that name? It wasn't Parrot, was it? Probably. Sort of thing. He, he, lovely scouse sense of humour he's got. Um, Mr. Touch and Feel. I've heard uh, that Mark expression. Selby? Oh, no, actually, sorry. That's your one. That's you. <laughs> so I shouldn't be in there. Um, uh, okay. Just incriminating myself by guessing Selby as well, haven't I? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, Selby, Jacko, Savile, and Jacko have a dinner. <laughs> um, <laughs> nice one, mate. Um, the Tiger King. Uh, um, I think that will be Robertson. Place. So because of his hair. No, no. So the Chinese tiger, which I thought I'd get you there as a little trick, is Yan Bing Tao. But the Tiger King is Kyron Wilson because of his blonde hair. No, no, he's got Britain's second largest collection of big cats and exotic animals. Has he really? Yeah, he runs a little, <laughs> it's a little animal farm. Joe Exotic. Yeah, he's he's Britain's Joe Exotic. What and Gary is out there just feeding them. Yeah, the Gary, yeah, and that's why he doesn't play very well because he's only got one arm. <laughs> that's a prosthetic where a tiger got it. Poor Gary. That's nice. Uh, that's, that's good knowledge as well. Yeah. Uh, the Gobbler. The Gobbler. Yeah. Um, I haven't heard any of these, by the way. Well, you're not watching much Snoop then, are you? Um, the Gobbler. Is that... Um, this is just a random guess. I don't know. Is it Kurt Mafflin? No, that is Anthony McGill. Do you know why? Uh, no. Because he was born on a turkey farm. <laughs> gobble, gobble. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay, this is an easy one. The fucking maniac. And you can't have not heard them saying this on the BBC. Well, they've said that on the BBC. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking, I'm, I've got a list of players here. I'm looking for the most serene 
fucking maniac. I'll give you a clue. It's not the most serene. It just works nicest for his name. Oh, okay. Um, well, McGill does, but you've said it. <laughs> Murphy. No, that would work. It's Kurt, the fucking maniac Mafflin. Yeah, he is a bit of a maniac, though. Yeah, exactly. See, these are all true. Um, what about... Okay, this is a good one. And you might have heard this. This is more of an insider thing, I think, on the circuit. And, and you have to get the accent. Ready? Ricky! Ricky Walden. No, it's Liang Wenbo. <laughs> <laughs> do, do you know why? Because he loves EastEnders. Does he? Yeah, he's always watching it in the breakout room. Old ones as well, when Bianca was in it. So Bianca! <laughs> That's why everyone, they all shout, Ricky! And he goes, yes. Um, okay. Oh, okay. You had the hook, line, and sinker there. I actually thought, oh, finally, I've got one. Yeah, that... <laughs> okay, this is a good one. The Wasp. Um, the Wasp. Gilbert. No, Mark Selby. Because when he turns up, he ruins a barbecue. Yeah, I like that. That's good. Yeah. yeah. And then this one, this you haven't got any, so listen to this carefully, yeah? Because I'm gonna give you a big clue. The nickname is when the crowd say bow selector. Okay. So li- mm-hmm. when the crowd say bow selector. Yeah, I'm when bow. No. It's Sam Craigie, because he was massive into garage back in the day. And his name wasn't actually Craigie. He changed his surname to Craigie because of Craig David. Did he? Yeah. Is he old enough? Yeah. He, he loves it. Is he? But when he was loved... he born? 40s. <laughs> 1940s. Yeah, he's in his 40s. So, yeah. So, you, you got... I don't think you... Didn't do very well there. So, nine out of ten. Well done. It's, I'm just glad I know these now. We're going. I don't want to make an idiot of myself. Oh, you don't want to look stupid, do you? So I'm going, no, oh, I've used to see the, do you see the goblin playing Ricky? <laughs> the maniac. You, you'll know now. What was... So, yeah. um, what, what was... Oh, Murphy hasn't got one. What was Robertson's? Or did he not have one? Uh, he's got loads, but they're not on my list. Oh, no. In the final, we could have the Wasp versus the Tiger King. Oh, that's cool. Is that true? Yeah. Yeah, animals together. Or you could have <laughs> the Mandarin Master against the Gobbler. Spray Town Bingham against Turkey Farm McGill. Good nicknames, aren't they? Yeah. I like them because every you know, it's instantly recognizable who they are. <laughs> well <laughs> if you've got half a brain cell. Yeah, I thought that was good. <laughs> Good bit of research I've done there. Um, That's good, mate. Okay, cool. So, uh, I mean, I think that's probably all we've got to say because this is meant to be a short pod, isn't it? Before we do our final, well, yeah, our more, final world's based pod. It's more of a preview because what well, now we're going to go next weekend. I think we'll do a, might even do a couple. We'll do a little bit of in and around the city. Um, as you say, we might get some interviews. That'd be fun. Put that on the oh, pod. That'd be great. Um, and then obviously we'll do a um, a recap of the tournament. 
maybe a week later once we've recovered. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know if the players will hang around. So we might struggle to get a lot of good interviews. Well, I know, but we can, as you said, we're going to interview Parrot, Hazel. Um, Jim. Jimmy will be about. Jimmy will be there. Colin Murray. Colin will give us one, probably. So who who will be at the pub, do you think, out of them not? Well, a lot of them don't drink anymore, do they? Yeah. Colin will probably be at the pub, will he? Breaks your heart, doesn't it? It does break your heart. What about Phil Yates, the commentator? Yeah. He's cool. I'd like to speak to him. Um, and Angles McManus. Oh, It'd be nice to get God. Angles, wouldn't it? Did you listen to um, Angles last night? He had uh, Jack Lazowski doing co-commentary. Yeah. That was really good, wasn't it? It was good. It was nice to hear him, but you got that uh, Jack hasn't done a lot because quite often he just sort of mumbled like he was just talking to him quietly and he didn't yeah, want to be heard I, on the thing. I thought it was, it was nice of Angles to sort of ignore the snooker for a while and just ask Jack a load of questions because he clearly wanted to get him engaged. Yeah. And it was also nice because he was he seemed genuinely interested in what Angles had to say and like asked him questions like, like he was trying to still learn from him. Yeah, which is really nice because nice, you'd think like at that age you can find that long, but young people think you think you know everything. Yeah, but it was. I mean, some of it was obviously scripted, I guess. But then he well, did. Well, yeah, but Lazowski seems like a nice lad, and I think that respect for angles is pretty widespread, isn't it? Yeah, and I, 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 I was sad that um, he didn't beat Trump because as much as it would be great to see Trump play if he makes the final. It would also be great to see Jack play, and like he's got a, he needs a breakthrough tournament at some point, doesn't it? So imagine if it was the world, it'd be amazing. Yeah, he does. He does. He's a bit like Murphy. He's just seen, I think he needs to be at the moment, and until he learns how to play proper match play, he just needs to be on top of his game. Otherwise, he hasn't got a chance against the big boys because he just yeah. attacks. Exactly. So, you got anything else for me, mate, or should we uh, shut up shop and return in a week's time? I got I got not a lot, but I've just poured a beer, so that's poorly timed. I just um sit and drink this. Think about yeah. these nicknames that I should have known. Oh yeah. What I'll do is I'll um now I've got your walk on music. Uh when we sign off now I'll uh I'll replay my intro with your music so the fans can imagine you what you'll be doing when we walk in to the cruise nice. for the weekend. That'd be nice, thanks. Because we can play our own walk-on music in our headphones and walk in. Because we will, you're going to be wearing waistcoat, bow tie, same yeah. as me, right? And a BFTB mask. And a buzzing for the bays official merch mask. All right, mate. Well, it's been a pleasure as always, and uh, I'll see you. Actually, see you in real life on Saturday. I'm literally buzzing for the bays. <laughs> Amen. See you, mate. See ya. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Buzzing for the Bays and what will surely be an evening of great content. Before we kick off tonight, can I ask you to please join me in welcoming to the Buzzing for the Bays arena, an individual with two successful podcast recordings under his belt, will be hoping for his third tonight, a man as comfortable amongst the balls as he is on the mic, the flamehead assassin, the people's champion, it is of course, Chris, the miscue, Matthew! Matthew!